0: Are you a real estate agent looking to change your real estate game, change your real estate business, and change your life? Welcome to the Bulletproof Agent Podcast. I'm Catherine Lucadu, real estate coach, speaker, top producing agent, and broker owner of the Property Gallery Realty, just 20 minutes north of Toronto. We will be exploring the mindset, training, strategies, motivations, and tools that you will need to be super successful in your real estate business. But before we get started, check us out in our Facebook group, Bulletproof Agents. Now, are you serious about taking your real estate business to the next level? Well, then here we go. Monday motivation actually has nothing to do with business so typically I will come on and I will talk about you know a business strategy or um, something to you know motivate you keep you going. Today is more about life than business because obviously the one has to do with the other and so does your mindset. So I thought that I would come to you. Um, Let me just turn this on here. Sorry, one second. Okay, so I thought I'd come to you this morning and uh, talk a little bit about a couple of things that I did this week and did in the last few weeks that I think you might get a little bit something out of. So good morning, I am Catherine Lucato, broker owner here at the Property Gallery Realty. And it's always interesting, um, as many of you know, I speak in different places and about different topics. So this week, uh, about a month ago, I should say, I was asked to speak to a group, uh, a wealth management company. They were going to be inviting their clients to a dinner and they wanted to talk about transitioning and downsizing their lives. So real estate-wise, You know, I know the different types of homes and the reasons why people would move into those types of homes. But as someone who is not at that point in my life, you know, as a speaker, you always want to connect with your audience. And you have to say to yourself, okay, so how am I going to connect with these people? The average age in the room is going to be about somewhere between 70 and 80 maybe late 60s, so how am I going to connect with them? How am I going to affect them in some way? Because I have the real estate knowledge, but the thing is is that when you're a speaker, you have to connect with the audience so that they will feel what you're talking about and understand what you're talking about. So I went back and forth in my mind, and this is the interesting thing when you're speaking in front of a large group of people, is you know what you want to say, and you know how you're going to say it because you've got notes or you've got slides, but sometimes you have to make a decision at the last moment to insert something else that might interest your audience. So I have a health history that I thought might help them to understand the point that I was going to be making by the end of the slideshow. And the point that I was going to be making was not to regret anything in life. There is uh, a man who owns a real estate team, a very large team um, in Arizona. And before he got into real estate, he actually worked in an old age home. What's interesting is he says over and over, you know, whenever he's talking about certain things, he says the one thing when he talked to thousands and thousands of patients who were in this old age home was that they had only one regret and that was looking back on their life and wishing they had done things that they had wanted to do. Everyone waits and waits and waits until the right time. Or they wait until they have more money. They wait until their children are older. They're waiting until retirement. So this is actually part of how I decided to approach my talk to these people. And it may not have been conventional, but I decided to tell them my story about what happened to me 12 years ago. The fact that I'm still here and standing on my second round at life. And, sorry, allergy season still here. Oh my goodness, it just doesn't stop. So, what I decided to tell them was, here's what happened to me. I got to learn at the age of 33 that life is short and I never ever want to reach the age of 70, 75 or 80 and look back and think I should have done that. Why didn't I do that? Why was I so scared? Why did it stop me from doing what I wanted to do? So I started my talk like that and one never knows how that's going to be received with an older audience. And I was very careful in not, there was no positive or negative about it. It was just a lesson that I had learned and I was hoping to pass the mindset to them is not to wait because the thing about you know let's say anywhere from 60 to 90 is you're deciding when is the right time to move when is the right time to downsize and i told them rather than thinking about it as downsizing why don't you think about it as right sizing your life no one's saying that you have to go smaller but maybe you want to do something different maybe you want to spend six months away and six months here Maybe you want to go into an area where there are more active people around you and you could do tennis and and so on and so forth. So it was a different mindset that I was trying to provide them. So as a speaker, you go on with your talk, you provide them the education that they came for, and you end with just don't regret things. That's all. So what's interesting is after everyone had spoken, they had another two speakers there people started coming up to me one after another after another and this one lady came up to me and she held my face and she said, Dear, I dye my hair. I'm 86 and I'm going to keep dyeing it and I said, Me too. I said, By the time I'm 90, I'm still going to dye my hair and she said, But here's the thing. You just made me think about the decisions that I couldn't decide upon and I came here tonight just hoping I was gonna get a little bit of education and what you did was you changed my mindset tonight and she said I was fearful about going into a retirement home because she said here I am I'm 86 I dye my hair but I play tennis I go for walks I'm not in a wheelchair thank God my husband died 10 years ago But my fear was going into those homes, but she said, now I'm thinking that my fear is actually being home and falling and no one's ever going to come to my door and check on me. She said, I think I need to be more fearful of that. The other thing that I talked to her about was the mindset and her perspective on what she thought was the type of retirement home. That's all out there when, in fact, there are different styles of homes. There is independent living and assisted living and so many different things. And you don't necessarily have to be in a home where everyone's in a walker or in a wheelchair. You have the options now. That's the beauty of the way the world works now is there are so many options. So in saying this, that's my message and that always has been my message to everyone else is not to live in fear because fear stops you from doing so many things and fear just exists here. It's really just your perspective on something that's going on. So I'll tell you a little story. So because I am always trying to move past my comfort zone because how would I be a good broker here in asking my agents to do things they're not comfortable with that I know will move their business forward if I too am not doing the same things. So I have had these different things that I wanted to do for a while and this one that I'm going to tell you you're probably going to think it's absolutely ridiculous. So I have always wanted to sit at a table in a casino and play a card game. And I'm not a gambler, but I just wanted to do it because it scared me, because I felt intimidated sitting at a table with other people, for example, playing blackjack. I don't know how to play poker, but blackjack, we used to play at Christmases when I was small, you know, like for pennies and dimes and so on. So I said, no, I have to do this. So it was my birthday, we were in Aruba, and they have, you know, little casinos. So I turned to my husband and I said, okay, this is it. I'm going to do this. And he just smiled. He's like, okay. So I sat down at this table with these other people, and um, it was mostly men. And, you know, I looked at the the bet, and it was a minimum $5 bet. I'm like, okay, I'm good with that. So basically, I decided that I was going to spend $40 at this table. I could have been out in one or two hands, but... I was going to do it because I was scared to do it and because I was intimidated. So I sat down, got my chips, I literally watched what everyone else was doing at the table. Uh, My first couple of rounds uh, everyone looked at me like she obviously does not know what she's doing but I'm a fast learner so I watched to see why, when they would hold and when they would ask for the deal and so on and so forth. I sat at that table and played for an hour on $40. So it's no longer intimidating to me anymore. You see what I mean? Just face it, just do it. So my next um, fear that I'm going to face is going to be in September. So I'm going to be attending a mastermind. And at the end of this mastermind, they are going to be climbing they're going on a hike to the top of this uh, rock ridge and it's going to be in Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada just outside and because of the heart surgery that I had many years ago I've always been very careful with my heart and not overexerting it and things like that but I have decided no. I am going to do this hike because my heart's fine. Every doctor across the board has told me it is but what I do know is that you don't just do things without pre- you know, preparation. So um, a few weeks ago, I started working out harder than I usually do. I'm now doing it twice a day. I've changed my eating so that I have a completely healthy body by the time I get there at the end of September. And why am I doing this? Because I'm scared to do it. I am scared that my heart's gonna give out. I know it won't. But there's that thing at the back of my mind that thinks, but what if? But I know that I'm in control because I'm the one doing the hiking. Um, I know that if I go slow and keep a steady pace, I'll be fine. You know, you drink water, eat healthy. Plus, I've been exercising twice a day for the 12 weeks leading up to it. So this is my point today, is that fear can hold you back. And at the age of 75, you can be sitting on that rocking chair, unable to walk, saying, I wish I had. Or you can now, while you're healthy and young, do whatever it is that you want to do. So if we're talking about business and you know there are certain things that you need to do that are going to move your business along, but you're too scared to do them, do them because it's amazing what will happen if you do. If you are fearful of flying or traveling or going on a boat somewhere, do it. Because when you do it, you're gonna realize it wasn't that bad. I would love for you to put in the comments below something that you plan on doing, going against your comfort zone and your fear, or something that you have just done that you didn't think you could do but you did it anyways and you're still here. That's what it is. It's all up here because you're still going to be here and you're going to be so thankful that you did it. So I wish you all an amazing week ahead. We're here in the throes of summer. Thank goodness we have beautiful sunshine, warm weather and um, reach out. I'd love to hear your story. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Find me on Facebook with any of your questions or comments at Catherine Lucadu.